So we're trying to uh, explore a little bit the Indian of Shabbos, specifically to try to understand how we can, if we can, uh, reach the uh, highest end level that the Pasuk indicates, according to the Radak, that's called this Anigal Hashem. Pasuk says, oh, it's this Anigal Hashem. You will delight upon Hashem through the process of the mitzvahs of Shabbos and remembering what that causes us to remember and what that brings about is a step-by-step process that ends up with all this anigal Hashem, delighting upon Hashem, the nefesh will have experience of delight. Now, if um, any of us have ever had an experience of uh, true delight of the nefesh, we'd all love to hear about it. Uh, at least uh, at some point in the discussion to see if uh, it could be a frame of reference. The, the way the Radat describes it is um, he does mention first aspect that the pastor refers to of the low satsangs. Then he refers to the, the positive mitzvah of calling Shabbos onik, mitzvah satsang, to give the body, to enjoy physical pleasure on Shabbos. It's a delicious food. Uh, and similarly, we know that the mitzvah of Kiddush is given to be done with yayin which is um, great chashivas, unique chashivas. The uh, Sefer Chinuch spells that out. That Yayin is Sayyid and the Sameach. So the, the mentioning of Shabbos has to be done in a pleasurable way. Plus there's the mitzvah of the Suda, which is the Midrabonim, but it's also based upon this, the Chazal drew from, of enjoying Shabbos in a very powerful way. Good and delicious food. And the Radak continues that through this, making Shabbos different in a way that is better than the other days of the week, a person will remember creation, that Hashem created the world from nothing, and Shabbos, he rested, meaning he was completed on Shabbos, the world was completed and through that the person will praise and glorify Hashem, verbally and in his heart and through that the nefesh will be delighted and that's what the prophet is referring to so this is quite a description quite a uh, amazing end result and we, uh, we hope that uh, we can find the way how to reach it. And really, the first question, the basic question is, uh, what is it about these good foods that we're having on Shabbos, of Shabbos being different than other days of the week, is going to cause a person? What is the... the critical element of it. 
Is it just a matter of Shabbos being different and call, calling our attention to the fact that there are six days and a seventh day? In that case, um, it could be done even without it being especially pleasurable. And uh, I guess going hand in hand with this, it would seem that the, the abstaining from malacha also is playing a role in uh, remembering that in six days Hashem made the world and on Shabbos was completed. And we want to understand how that's functioning and how we can experience that. And somehow through that, there's going to be such a reaction, such a, a kind of a remembering of the creation that it will inspire a person to praise and glorify Hashem. So it seems that there's something very powerful here. It's not simply, we're not even given the mitzvah directly to um, express verbally, explicitly, Hashem made the world in six days and on Shabbos it was completed. The mitzvah of Zahira Shabbos is just saying that Shabbos is a Yom Kaddish. Of course, Chazal, the Nusach of the Kiddush included but a person can be Yetzay, the, the, the Debra of Kiddush, even without that saying it with favor. And it's clear from the Sefer Achinuch that it's going to be causing a person to remember. It says, through this Misa, we'll remember the greatness of the day and we'll remember, we'll, we'll be convey in our hearts the mood of Chiddush and the Radak also says, through this, that the day is unique, we're going to remember my celebrations. Obviously, it's able to come just from the fact that the day is different, just from the fact that I'm enjoying this day in a uniquely great way, is going to bring a person to remember my celebrations. It's going to cause him to, to think about this, to, or it could cause him draws attention to that. And it seems like it's, it's related specifically to the fact that it is pleasurable. And the art suffering stresses very much the role of the physical pleasure on Shabbos. So something that we need to, to try to understand, what is that process? What is supposed to happen? And it's, of course, similarly, when it comes to all the losas things, not doing malacha and Shabbos. The Sefer Achinuch says first that it's a day that um, we're free from malacha for the sake of implanting in our, in our nefesh the emunah and chidosh Almost seems like just that we're free to focus on this. Somehow we need to able to realize that that's the intention. The Torah is, is, is showing us that, but it seems like just like it's it's left open, left free for us to make this clear recognition 
and planted in ourselves. And then he adds that from the Menucha also uh, there's a Zecher because when we're all resting from any kind of from Malacha in this one day he says Yishal Kol Shayel everyone will ask Ma What's the reason for this rest? And the answer will be, oh, because in six days Hashem made the world and the seventh day was completed. So here also the, the, the question arises, is anybody really asking this question? Did we ever hear anybody come and ask, why are you resting at Shabbos? Maybe, you know, a little child wouldn't know anything about it yet, would ask such a question. Why, why are we doing the same things during the week? Why can't he do the same things during the week? But when somebody is a little bit older, it doesn't seem like this question is actually being asked explicitly. So what does it really mean that everyone who is asking will ask? What is, what is the uniqueness of this day? It would seem that it has to mean that through this action, we are ourselves being shown to ask it. We need to focus on this ourselves. <clears throat> Similarly, from the, from the experience of the pleasure of Shabbos, we will come to remember, we will ask ourselves, what is this all about? And again, the fact that the way the mitzvah is set up is not through being commanded to save the Feirish, Minat Torah. Seven, six days Hashem made the world and the seventh day was completed. It's supposed to come from our recognition that this day is different. We're not doing malacha. We are enjoying it in a special way. That's supposed to cause us to have this question and have this awareness. Go ahead, Gary. Okay. No, I, I, I didn't say, I didn't say okay, anything. No, I, I thought you asked me a question. No, that's fine. No. So, so what do you say, Rabbi Sai? Is, is, um, is this observation seem correct that there's something that we are given to engage in in our behavior? Avoiding some, avoiding some malacha, the enjoyment of Shabbos, and it's it's intended to bring us to a recognition. But it doesn't seem like it happens automatically. Mm-hmm. I think we can, we can all testify it doesn't happen automatically. So how how is it supposed to happen? Does that question make sense? It makes sense to me. Okay, very good. That's uh, that's all I need. <laughs> so, the truth is that we have more detailed explanations that are given. Oh, Rav, Rav Hirsch is quite famous. Explain the end of the Lamatas Malachas that we are giving up all creative activity that we're engaging in during the course of the week, and in some way 
having or having the appearance of our own mastery of the world. We can produce, we can fashion, we can design, we can bring into completion many uh, productive, beneficial aspects of our daily life and cooking and baking and making clothing and planting and harvesting. These are all actions that are even given to a person during the week. And on Shabbos, we relinquish all of this, all creative activity, all intentional, productive activity is stopped and, in essence, given over only to Hashem to recognize that Hashem is the true master. which can have a purpose in its own right. But in terms of this remembrance, we could see how it could contribute very much to that recognition. And the way that Hirsch writes it, it's quite fascinating, where he says, do you not see that in every moment in which you refrain from doing Malacha and Shabbos, you attest to the fact that Hashem is the sole creator and Lord, and you remind yourself that you are his servant. So it's being described as, this is a clear testimony. And we know in halacha that we're considered to be testifying to the emuna, to the fact of Hashem having created the world with the avoidance of malacha and Shabbos. And the person who goes against that is considered to be rejecting that emunah. So it is essentially contained in that. But if you would ask me, do I see that in every moment that I refrain from Malacha, that I am attesting to the fact that Hashem is the sole creator? I would have to honestly answer, not something that I'm consciously aware of. And I, I'm afraid, of course, that most people aren't because we're raised with a based the construction that this is forbidden on Shabbos. And we don't stop to think about it in terms of, oh, there's something that I would do during the week. And now on Shabbos, I'm going to refrain from it to relinquish all mastery of the world and, and give it over, recognize only Hashem is the true master because he is the creator. And this is the day that we are testifying that Hashem is the creator by giving up any of our own creativity or by immolating Hashem in living in a world that's complete, that's free from any new creative activity. Of course, Hashem is constantly recreating the world, but it's in the same form as it was completed in the first six days. So I, I think if we ask ourselves, we'll, we'll find that this is not something that we naturally experience. Rav Hirsch is pointing out that it's contained in it. This really could be a testimony if we would have that awareness. But it's not, even with all the like, depth of understanding that a person might learn and see, oh, giving up specifically creative activity. And this is because I'm showing that Hashem is the master. And this day we give it up. It's still not going to translate 
into our conscious awareness by itself automatically. So how can we use it then? And I think there's only one answer. Anybody want to guess? Okay, I'm sure if I gave you enough time, you'll come up with the answer. <laughs> but the only answer that I can think of is that we cannot expect it to take place automatically. We have to actually set aside some time to think into this and to consciously make the connection at some point at the start of, the, of Shabbos, maybe before we start before we start Kabbalah Shabbos, to stop and think, I'm going to be refraining from all malacha, from all kinds of creative activity, and also all the Rabbanans that are protected, of course. For what reason? Oh, because I'm testifying that Hashem made the world in six days, and on Shabbos He completed it. Hashem is the master of the world, and we are not, we are not the master. That we are giving over all mastery to Hashem because He is the creator of the world. And that can also have a significant role to play in producing that recognition of Hashem as the creator. That will, as the Radak explains it, um, translate or has the potential to translate into glorifying Hashem, praising Hashem in our hearts. And of course, if the, with the words that Chazal gave us, if we wouldn't have had it, we'd have to make our own. We have nishmas, we have other good feelings. And that will bring us to a level of awareness that's Will cause the light to the nefesh. That still needs to be explained. But just as a basic first step, it would seem very, very worthwhile. I don't know why it's not part of the, you know, commonly uh, practiced way of experiencing Shabbos. To stop and think before we start to consciously be giving over to Hashem, the mastery of the world, because he is the master. Well, let's go back to the, uh, the aspect of the, the pleasure, of the physical pleasure of Shabbos. This is showing, the doc says, this is going to cause a person to remember my celebrations, that Hashem created the world in six days and at Shabbos He completed it. What about the pleasure of it? Is it going to cause a person to remember that? It doesn't seem like it's simply because the day is different, it's specifically because it's pleasurable.
So you know, Isaac share brings Matan Chuma a beautiful mushroom, which takes it to its peak extent. The Tanchuma and also the Shiltas compare Shabbos to, to, to understand the, the, the real nature of the celebration of Shabbos to a situation where a king completed his palace and he's celebrating the completion of his palace and he invites his most beloved, closest friends to join with him in the celebration of the completion of the palace. And that's Claudius being invited to join in the celebration of the completion of the world. So that's something that's taking him with it. Already the special relationship that we have with Hashem. And, and using the marshal, the sense of that the Melech himself is celebrating the completion of his palace. And that's a, a very sort of exalted mushal, which is beautiful, and that we should also try to think into, try to utilize. But it seems from the Radak, from the from the Sefer Achinoch, when it comes to you know Yain by Kiddush, that just the mere fact that this is a day of greater enjoyment than other days. It's sufficient. It seems like it's enough that it's been given to us to celebrate. Even before we get to the, the higher level that Hashem was celebrating and inviting us to join with Him in the celebration, Shosh has given to us to be a day of unique pleasure means it's a day that's worthy for us to be celebrating. And it would seem that we are supposed to be so aware of this, so thinking into it, and we'll ask the question to ourselves, what about this day warrants that it should be a cause of celebration to us? Why is it been given to us to celebrate this day? where we're being directed to, to make it a uniquely pleasurable day. And to that, we'll have to answer only one answer. Well, this is the day on which Hashem created, completed the Briya Sa'ilah. That's the cause of celebration. The Briya Sa'ilah. It's a cause of celebration. Do we know why the Briya Sa'ilam is a cause of celebration? I think we do. Because, of course, contained in the beauty the majesty, the magnificence of the Briya Sa'ilam, which is given to us, it gives us a cause for so much enjoyment in so many ways. It is also contained by definition the ultimate purpose of Briya Sa'ilam. 
And if we are thinking into it, why is this day a cause of celebration? It's because the Brias Elam, the creation was completed on this day. And the completion of creation is a cause of great celebration. Why is the Brias, why is the creation the cause for us to celebration? Because we know why Hashem created the world. We have to know. Because Hashem as the creator doesn't need it. So Hashem can only be create, creating it, making it for the purpose that he has in it. To bestow the fullest, greatest good. And how is that going to come about? And who is going to bring it about? Oh, that's going to be through us. And it's going to be by us. Hashem's beloved nation. We are the ones who are given to bring about the purpose of Hashem's magnificent creation. So when we are recognizing that Shabbos is a day of unique pleasure, it's because it's worthy of celebration. Hashem has made the world to bestow His kindness and enabled us, chosen us, and brought us so close to be the ones to bring that kindness into actuality and receive it. So that will be a means of our recognizing in a very unique way that closeness that we have to Hashem and that greatness that He has given us and that expectation of the good that Hashem will bestow to us through all the aspects of the Torah that will help to bring it about. So Shabbos is, the found, is a foundation. It's the foundation of our recognizing of ourselves, not even being told explicitly, but it seems like specifically by our discovering this, by our thinking into it, it somehow would seem more effective if it comes through our realizing it just through what we're experiencing. We're given a day of pleasure. And it's for us to ask ourselves, why is this day a day of pleasure? And for us to remember the answer, of course, to, to discover once again and to focus on that answer because Hashem made the world based upon, stemming from His attribute of kindness, which is infinite, which is intended to be given to us. And we are the ones who are given to bring it about. What closest Hashem we have from the outset. And that's unique, of course, to Kal Yisrael. Who are those beloved friends that are celebrating with the king that that great celebration? So what 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 will be the the only proper natural response from this? Oh, of course, 
to sing out. There's no way we can express our our glor- glorifying of Hashem, our recognition. There are no words. There are no words. I mean, the, the Nishmas does that off. You know. That's ain't heim yedi yivarchu, but it's only because Hashem allows us. That's, that's all that we can do is to say the words that were given by the Torah, given by Chazal, but there really are no adequate words. So this is something that could be perhaps something we could touch. What do you say, Rabbi Sai? Can you can you can you imagine having such an experience? Is this so does this sound uh, possibly realistic? You could say no, it's okay. Okay, let's go. Let's go back. Is the is the idea I'm suggesting making sense to you? Sounds logical. I can't say I can fully uh, connect to it. I'm sorry, I don't see you on the screen. Who who who, who is that? David. Oh. Come on. Okay. okay. I'm show. Sorry, I'm on my phone. It doesn't show everybody at one time. So okay. I don't really know who's listening. So if it sounds logical, that's a very um, encouraging step. Okay. <laughs> but like connect to it is a whole different look. Yes, so think of course. It, and to delve into it like mentally and then therefore <laughs> to come to feel it, it's, it's a whole... But I want to concede that I'm adding something. But I think okay. it's, it's, it's reasonable. Radak <laughs> just says, what are we glorifying Hashem about? Are we glorifying Hashem over his great might that he created this amazing universe? Now it's true, the Rambam in the beginning in the talks about a person coming to the love of Hashem by his contemplating the, the, the amazing creations of Hashem. He sees the wisdom, infinite wisdom, and is just amazed by it. And immediately he's praising, glorifying, loving Hashem, wanting to know Hashem. But here, it doesn't even seem that we're focusing on the greatness of the Bria and the beauty of the Bria and the depth of the Bria. It's just the mere fact that Hashem made the Bria. Hashem is the Bible. That's going to be enough for a person to glorify Hashem. So my sense of it is that you're experiencing this. You're starting this from being given enjoyment. It's showing you Hashem wants to give us pleasure. It's very fundamental understanding what the whole Torah is all about. A person can have an understanding of religion that is meant to deny pleasure. That's part of it. Private pleasure. And then... And be sac- self-sacrificing. 
There, there's certainly that component. Um, there's, there's precious, and the, the closer you are to pleasure, and I mean the worldly pleasure, the further you are from Hashem. Right. So, according and to so, what Slabodka teaches, that's only because that will take a person away from the peak pleasure of the nefesh. And at the highest level of Kedusha, which Shabbos may be included in, yeah, not, not now without limitation. Doesn't mean that a person okay. can go 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 like to bizarre extremes and they will have no uh, negative impact. But essentially, certainly on the highest level and level of kedusha, even the achila is like a carbon. So entire gashmius becomes subsumed into ruchmius. Before that level, ruchmius may need. Right, before that level, when even somebody who needs precious is because. You should not be distracted by something that's Gashmi or pulled or something that's Gashmi. He's able to stay focused in the place where we'll have the real true pleasure. And, and it seems, of course, that the ultimate pleasure of Shabbos is going to be the pleasure of the Nefesh. But the starting point of it is through specifically, necessarily, the Hanah, it's a physical nature. So why is that so critical? So what, do you, what do you mean, Hanah? You mean... The good food. Good food. Good food. He says, It's satisfying. It's It gladdens you. It's good. It's tasty. It's satisfying. It's, it's, it's enjoyable. It's giving you good feeling. Not okay. intoxicating. Not about intoxicating. No, no, no. Losing your das. It's, it's giving you hanar. This is what's causing me to to recognize, oh, I'm giving a, being given a day of pleasure. Shem wants us to be celebrating this day of the completion of the Bria. How do we celebrate it? Through Oynik, the starting point has to be what I can, what I can experience directly, naturally. That's a physical nature. Then to take that and realize, oh, Shem wants to give us pleasure. How much pleasure does he want, really want to give us? Only this much? Only temporary? Only physical? No, no. Much, much more than that. How much more? Infinitely more. <laughs> Forever and of ever. Of infinite proportion. That's all starting from, oh, Hashem is the boy ray. What, kind, what, what nature is Bria? The Bria is filled with chesed. It's starting from my experiencing Hashem directing me to enjoy what He has created so that I will know this day is special. This day is a celebration of the Bria, of the creation. But, but, but if, if, if the whole nature of that would be negating Oynik, giving up Oynik, then you couldn't use Oynik as the way to 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 make the to make the recognition, the recognition is coming through oinik, coming through celebration. Balz is, is, is stressing, has to come through oinik, meaning because it's teaching you Hashem wants to give us oinik. That's all. There's just a right way to have it, and a way not to have it. Whatever the Yitzhar is presenting as a means of oinik, that's false. That's dimyon. That's imaginary. That's all from the Nachash just presenting a false impression. That's not going to be real. 
the, the, the content of the Torah is going to be the real Ayn. So, but the starting point, the starting point is in the real good Einig on Shabbos. Not, not, not out of control. <laughs> not, not out of control. But, but of course, it's not going to work by itself. It's right. not going to work automatically. So it's right. almost like, I have, to st- I have to stop for a moment before Kiddush and think, okay, we're having the celebration of Shabbos. What is this supposed to mean to me? What is this meant to help me to remember? What am I? What can I see in this? What can I learn from this? What does Hashem want me to, to know from this? Oh, this is the day the Bria was completed. That's the cause of celebration. What was the Bria for? Oh, to give the ultimate ending. And who is going to bring that about? I am. With Hashem's help, of course. With Hashem's empowering me. With Hashem as the master giving me every ability to do it. But oh. that's a cause of celebration. What? I'm having a hard time being enthusiastic about it. Um, because Hashem doesn't want to give us the ultimate pleasure, and that's not true. I'm gonna start like that. Um, what do you mean? What do you mean? Hashem wants to give us the opportunity. No, 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 but, no, no. The good says clearly. And the only reason that, why he wants to give us that is because it's he wants only... us to get it. Okay. Right? He, he's not giving you an opportunity if he doesn't want you to have it. He wants you to have it in the best way. So he gives you an opportunity to get it. Right? You have, the, you have the, the, the Bechira because Hashem could just give it to you straight. Right? Why do you need to go through the whole life process? Because you have to earn it, and you'll enjoy it if you earn it. You won't enjoy it if you don't earn it. Am I on track? Um, it, it, it's pretty good, but I'm not sure if the word "earn" is the right is, is the best way to describe it, because okay, so that has okay. connotation. That has has connotation of you're not deserving otherwise, and that's not the, that's not what it's about, according to Derech Hashem. Okay, it's well, not, not because, about deserving. If you weren't deserving, you wouldn't be in the race. You're in the race now. If you win the race, you'll enjoy winning the race. If you, if you didn't win the race, then you didn't get the, you didn't get the first prize, and you didn't get the first prize, but you had a chance at it, right? You're I'm not, not sure. I'm, you the race. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's Kadai to use simplistic mashalim on this because it's a little, um, it's a little uh, too beyond that. Okay. Whether I'm so, describes it is to be to be no, I know I, it's very common. I understand, but um, but the way that Amchal explains it is that in order to be able to receive the connection to Hashem, to have the connection to Hashem, we have to be similar to Hashem, who is innately shalim, and we can only be as close to that as possible, which is through our choosing it and our creating it within ourselves. And that way we are in some way similar to Hashem of being the true possessors of the that connect us to Hashem. So Hashem wants us to have it. This is the way that it can be achieved. By our becoming like Him. That means by our making ourselves beings of shleimus, beings of connection with Hashem. Beings of type. 
that will then be able to truly be Davik, because we will truly be like Hashem as much as is possible. <laughs> so Hashem okay. is giving. We have to be, We bring it about. That's all. <laughs> right. Fine. So let's say I can absorb all that and and take it to the full <laughs> understanding. Um, There's some previous that, folks that, that, that touch on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard many, many. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. And, good, and good, 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 good. Process. Good, good. Um, so let's say we can become Shalom like Hashem, right? To whatever extent we can. You know, it's the same way Hashem is, to the extent that we can. Yes. Um, so then we can receive the the good of Hashem. To, we can receive the say the good, let's say the, the most pleasure of Hashem because we could be most connected to him because we are similar to him. Yeah. Okay. So when I'm sitting down to Kiddush this morning, going back to the herring, right? Yes. Yes. And I'm saying that Hashem put me on this world and gave me the struggle that is the world and the tools yes. to deal with it. And yes. the Torah, right? Torah Tavlin. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Um, Torah, Torah Tavlin. Yes. So he wants me to, let's not say earn it, let's say to win. He wants me to, to work on myself, develop myself, to become more like him, and therefore mm-hmm. to beat the Yitzhara, for to, not using the word winning, but let's say to beat the Yitzhara, and to do the mitzvahs. You and, use all those challenges to come close to Hashem, right? Exactly. Right. Um, so he put me on this world with all those challenges. And with the ability to overcome them and to become better in the process. Right. And therefore, I'm gonna enjoy this this Kishmak and New Herring. And <laughs> and and what? Because <laughs> this day, Shabbos, yeah, is the day of the completion of the Bria. Right, Hashem finished his palace. That, that Hashem, what? this amazing, magnificent, gorgeous, filled with pleasure Bria. Hashem made for each person individualistically, and of course for Paul Israel. Pleasure, filled with pleasure. Yes, filled with gashmias pleasure. That Hashem made, you know, the Swiss Alps, etc. Hashem made for us. Have you been to the Swiss Alps? (laughs) uh, No, but I do want to go to uh, Grand Canyon. Uh, (laughs) So, for someone who hasn't had, so maybe. I'm sitting down. Hashem made this Bria with all the yeah. beauty. Yeah. We to recognize him and to know that he is the creator. Yeah. Who created it to give us the greatest pleasure that we are the ones to bring about. We are his beloved people. Okay. To bring it about to receive it. Okay. And that is a great cause for celebration. And the only way we can experience that celebration, the only way we can really celebrate is with the herring and the wine and the kishka. But of course, we have to we have to have a point of focus of like, why are we making this party? We can't forget why are we having this party? Oh, it's it's anniversary. It's my my my. Let's say, um, how many years are you married? No, uh, ten, eleven. Okay, well, I hope by the tenth there was a nice, you know, a nice and good celebration. And maybe she'll help in my Yom Hashanah to the twentieth and the fiftieth. Amen. Amen. And it should be a big, a, a real party. After all, all the family gets together, they make a big party 
and their parents, their grandparents' 50th anniversary, uh, you know, they're not going to forget why they're having this party. Right. <laughs> so we can't forget why we're having this party. We're having this party because Hashem completed the Bria out of his Bidas to, to bestow his chesed to us. Oh, this is just like a glimpse. This is like a, like a, a tiny glimpse into Hashem's chesed that he's giving us here. Taste some of the delicious herring I made. Taste some of the wine that I made. Taste some of the kishka that I made. It's for you. <laughs> this is just to get a little glimpse of how much pleasure I want you to have. But how much I really want you to have? Like Avram with the Archim. First he gave them, you know, <laughs> tongue with mustard. Each one the whole tongue to choose their peace. Then he said to them, don't thank me. Thank the one who gave it to you. Who's that? What? Who? What? Yeah, it's the Bari Olam. Who's giving it to you? I'm getting it from the Bari Olam? Yeah, you're getting it from the Bari Olam. He's making it for you. He's interested in you. He, he designed the world for you. Right. He's rejoicing in you. He's amazed right. by you. He's glorifying himself in you. He's saying, Mika Ami Yisrael. So, oh, that's what you have. And you have so many ways to, to intensify that connection, to enhance that connection, to deepen that connection. He gave you his Torah, his Chachma, infinite Chachma, and you have your own special part in it. Give you so many ways to connect it. But here's where you know that. You know that. When I'm celebrating this celebration, I'll ask myself, which we have to do. It's not going to happen by itself. We have to ask myself, why are we celebrating? Oh, Shem made the Bria. Oh, there's a Bire. Why do you make this Bria? Chesed. How much Chesed? How? How is it going to come about just by being close to him? How can we be close to him? So many good ways. So many mysteries to be close to him. So many challenges. So many midas to overcome. Right. <laughs> so many hassles. So many, so many craziness. All ways to come close to him. That's um, so then it's, then it's not just a, a good shtick, but it's important the more enjoyable your Shabbosuda is. Right. Because that's just to help you get to the full understanding. And right. I asked the Rebbe was the Alps because Rebbe used the Alps as a muscle. But if you don't have the biggest, biggest understanding or a very large, great understanding of what the Chas Hashem is doing for us on the, on the simple level of giving us a beautiful world to live in and wonderful foods and, and smells and all the wonderful things Hashem gives us, then you're not going to be able to, maybe, I don't know, basically, I heard this past Shabbos, then maybe it's going to limit your ability to, to appreciate what bigger than that is. Is that Absolutely. true? Absolutely. From, from the Alta Slabotka, it seems so. He stresses very much how must come through Tanukim Gashmir. Even Shuva, he's not Masbir. Uh -huh. My hunch is, my hunch is, that's how we should know that, that Yerushalayim is not self-sacrifice. It's Hashem's means of giving us his chesed and oinik. 
So it has to be based, like 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 the Navi said, the strength is the, the simcha of Hashem, the rejoicing with Hashem. It's the Rosh Hashanah, it's the day of the coronation. Can it be sad today? It has to come through Dafka, knowing that Hashem wants to give us. How do we have that ayni? Oh, there's ways to have that ayni. Some of them take good work, but good work is not a contradiction to ayni. Right. When 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 Larry Bird was asked, what was his greatest thrill of his career? He didn't say this MVP, this championship. He said just putting his abilities up against the best of the game every day. <laughs> That's hard work. Right. That was a thrill. Main challenge. It be hard work. It could be hard work. That's bringing out our inner kaifas. Then to be amazed by it. Wow. Wow. Hashem helped me to do this. Wow. That's amazing. I didn't answer that guy back. Wow. I can't believe it. <laughs> the Rambam brings that the Chacham said the happiest day of his life was when somebody was mavazim in some terrible, terrible way and it didn't touch him. He recognized that person is unfortunately very, 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 very lacking and did not, not take away his cuff. He was not, he was not magish, anything negative. So like that, when he came aware that he had reached that level, oh, that was the biggest simcha. <laughs> so when something good happens, we have to take note like, wow, Hashem helped me to do the right thing. Ah, Ashrein Matav Chokein. Right, Nachatans, Nachatansel. Another dance. This is supposed to help. <laughs> but remember, Hashem made the world. <laughs> For what? <laughs> to give us through what? All good challenges. Oh, okay, let's go. Embrace it. Embrace it all. <laughs> it's all his chesed. Sometimes we can understand, sometimes we don't understand so well. <laughs> that's, also a, that's also a big madriga, accepting we don't, we don't understand. But this is this could be a it's supposed to be a, a bedrock, a foundation. Mm-hmm. When you say the cover shop is Kaidish, there's a lot that goes into that. <laughs> it's not just fulfilled by a debor. We have to think, we have to remember, we have to think into it. So, <laughs> my, my, my only time that I could see is, you know before Kabbalah Shabbos, and maybe for a couple of seconds before Kiddush. The family's waiting, okay, you know, give me, give me, give me five seconds. <laughs> Abba, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about how we're celebrating that Hashem made the world. Oh, why are we celebrating? Oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you soon. <laughs> okay. Um, Anybody has any other uh, thoughts, questions, reactions? Questions, they're welcome. Okay. Mm. I guess we can pause here.